This episode is sponsored by WordFinder. Find the right terminology faster and easier with WordFinder on your computer via web browser, smartphone, or tablet. Get access to over 120 dictionaries in 15 languages and many different subject areas. Read more at wordfinder.com. And pros.com. Become a member, clarify your areas of expertise, and benefit over time from an ongoing flow of potential clients. Find out more about this portal at pros.com. Welcome to episode 95 of Marketing Tips for Translators. I am so glad you're here to learn more business tips for freelance linguists. We have talked a bit about feast and famine before and how to manage it. And today I want to dig a bit deeper into this subject by interviewing a freelance translator who gave a presentation on how to manage fluctuations in the workload at the popular BP16 conference in Prague. He is an English Czech translator who loves to garden when he's not busy translating. He says that this is his favorite way to relax from work, and I have to agree. Welcome to the podcast, Merrick Buchtel. Thank you, Des. Thank you for having me. It's nice to have you too. Do you have a big garden? No, not really. Uh, some uh, 300 square meters, so it's a small garden in front of our apartment. Okay. I do. I enjoy gardening too, but I live on uh, up in the mountains on 2,000 meters above sea level, so we can have frost in June, so the growing season is very short and irregular here. Okay. When I lived in Salt Lake, I had uh, 25 rose bushes when I lived in the valley, uh-huh. but... The roses don't grow very well here, Okay, unfortunately. But uh, let, tell us a little bit about yourself and your career in translation. I'm um, I'm native Czech. Uh, I was born in Prague, so uh, I have lived here uh, all my life. And uh, as for translations, I started uh, um, translating uh, already at the college. I studied... Mm-hmm. Uh, um, information technology and philosophy at the University of Economics in Prague. And uh, I've always liked languages, so I just like to read and uh, speak English. And so I started translating. And um, after a while, it it went well. I also uh, started uh, studying translatology and uh, translation studies. But mm-hmm. it took only uh, three uh, three years. I, uh, I didn't really finish. But uh, when I graduated from uh, from the uh, IT uh, university, I just mm-hmm. uh, had a running business, a good business in translation. So I just became a freelance translator and never uh, got back to the computers. In fact, well, it, okay. it's one of my uh, specialization, uh, the information technology and communications. But I. Never worked as a network administrator or anything like that. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I I, uh, I used to work for an IT company or actually telecommunications and IT company. Um, so I specialize in IT and software too. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay. So how long have you been a freelance translator? Uh, well, nearly twenty years now. Twenty years. <laughs> You don't look that old on the picture, I have to say. Uh, okay, thank you. Thank you. I used to wear a uh, moustache and uh, the goatee. Uh, I looked older, but since I just 
don't have it. It's well, yes, I do. <laughs> okay. So you gave a presentation or hosted a discussion at the recent BP16 conference in Prague about how to manage fluctuations or fluctuating workloads and rates as freelance translators. So that's what I would like to talk to you about today. Um, let's start with having more work than we can handle. What are your tips on, on what to do then? Or what, the, what were the conclusions from the discussions? Uh, well, uh, I, uh, first I asked the audience and they and gave me their input, what they do, what works for them. I mm -hmm. had some tips uh, which I presented and then we just agreed their conclusion. Uh, as for uh, Enlik, uh, if, if you have more work, then uh, you can do, uh, the options are pretty obvious. You can, uh, first of all, you can just simply turn down the job offer and that's it. Mm -hmm. yeah, but mm -hmm. <laughs> Well, uh, we don't like to do that uh, because uh, maybe we're afraid that uh, the customer won't uh, come back. But of mm -hmm. course, uh, everybody should uh, learn to do that because the other mm -hmm. option is to sacrifice free time. You can mm -hmm. throw in the weekends, the nights, but uh, you can do that for a limited period of time. You can't mm -hmm. do that for 10 years. No. Just get, get exhausted. But uh, nobody wants to turn down uh, job offers all the time. Uh, so we can uh, outsource. Uh, and uh, But uh, not everybody can do that. First of all, the, the client should know about this. So mm -hmm. uh, not all the clients will approve uh, of that. Uh, second, mm. For example, for me, I can't really outsource my, uh, my jobs because there are quite specialized and mm. uh, there's a long history and experience uh, behind that so I can't simply take the job and give it to someone else. Mm -hmm. And uh, even if there are two or three people whom I know very well, I know they would do uh, uh, as a uh, good job as I would, mm. uh, then uh, they're good. and. <laughs> They're busy, so yeah, there's little yeah. chance that I will be able just to give them the job. So uh, probably the b best solution, or what I uh, suggested, is to um, expect that there will be more work, to plan ahead, and mm -hmm. <coughs> try uh, not to fill up the schedule completely, mm -hmm. uh, to always leave time for a possibly a better job. Uh, mm -hmm. and to always try to negotiate, uh, mm -hmm. not simply if you get a job of uh, I don't know nine thousand words, you could do it uh, in three days, but you won't say I'll do it in three days. Uh, you try to negotiate, let's say a week or nine mm -hmm. days, so you have uh, space for uh, new jobs coming in. Of course, mm -hmm. if no jobs arrive, you just finish it in the three days. And then maybe or maybe not delivered to the customer, but you're ready for possible new jobs. Mm -hmm. <coughs> so, so I have some other tips too that I use. Um, I not only negotiate the deadline, I also negotiate the price. Um, so, if I am really busy, then I can offer a higher price, and if they take that, then I try to prioritize that job. Uh -huh. But also, instead of outsourcing. 
I just recommend someone else to the client uh -huh. um, and they're usually very grateful for it and they would still return to me because I helped them out. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Right? Well, uh, right. Well, the, uh, these are all good idea, ideas. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it uh, works especially with direct clients. They're, they're very grateful if you just recommend someone else whom they mm -hmm. can turn to. It's good. Mm -hmm. So, so this is the situation. Then I ha I receive the, the my dream job, a really good job, but I'm already fully booked. What should I do? Uh, well, again, uh, you have almost the same options than you have when you just have too much work. <coughs> you can uh, sacrifice the weekend or. Uh, work more if you still can. You can turn on the offer, you can outsource and then uh, in this case you have to uh, d decide if you uh, outsource the new job coming in or an older one. Mm -hmm. uh, or you can, uh, uh, you will probably always negotiate. Well, that's mm -hmm. the first thing you will do. Try to move it to uh, the time when you can do it. Uh, or you can renegotiate other jobs, the older ones, mm. the ones you already mm. have. That can be sometimes possible. But again, uh, you're just playing with your reliability uh, mm -hmm. towards the customer. They mm -hmm. definitely won't like to see that. If you call them, okay, it should be ready in two days, but I uh, need to extend it to one week. Mm. Nobody likes mm -hmm. that. And <coughs> uh, so again, it's better to uh, plan ahead and try to avoid the situation. Uh, mm. And that's connected with what I said before. If you uh, uh, fill up the schedule uh, only gradually, uh, then you can start uh, filling it with uh, the better jobs. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, Fill the schedule completely with better jobs, but not the bad ones or the and the ones you don't really like. Mm -hmm. You just uh, let's say uh, reserve only one third of your schedule to those mediocre jobs or not so great jobs. <coughs> mm. Then you just have to uh, or, or have the chance to be able to uh, accept uh, the better job. Mm -hmm. So this this sort of brings us into the other thing you discussed about c categorizing our clients. Yes. How do you do that, and why should we categorize the clients? Well, uh, you should categorize the clients, or not necessarily the clients, but the jobs. Uh, so mm -hmm. uh, you can decide uh, what. Uh, amount of time or what part of your schedule you dedicate to that uh, client or that job. <coughs> and uh, well, it doesn't have to be uh, only the rates or the price. Uh, you can uh, categorize the jobs based on how the clients treat you. If they are mm -hmm. uh, if they negotiate on your behalf with the client, for example, if it's a translation agency, there are agencies that, that just uh, forward, push forward the files and do nothing with them. Mm -hmm. There are others mm -hmm. that uh, pre-negotiate the job. If the client wants an urgent deadline, they try to negotiate it. Mm -hmm. First, after that, they come to you. And most mm -hmm. of the jobs are already perfect. Enough time. Mm -hmm great conditions, reference materials, you have everything on, uh, everything ready. So mm -hmm. these uh, 
you can decide that you will give more priority to this kind of jobs. Mm-hmm. Or uh, it can be uh, the potential of the client. If you're contacted by a <coughs> well, big IT company and you're an IT translator, you can see the potential there. If I hook mm-hmm. up with them, I will uh, get my dream job. So I prioritize this client because they have potential for me. Mm-hmm. So how do you do? You have a system for doing this. Do you have a well an Excel spreadsheet for prioritizing, or is no, it just something no. that you do uh, when the jobs come in and you just think about it? Uh, no, it's uh, it would be very difficult to have a fixed system mm-hmm. because uh, you know it, uh, you know that you always. Uh, negotiate with the client. There are uh, the fees periods and the feminine periods when you're nervous mm-hmm. and so on. It's uh, rather a way of thinking, uh, an approach. Mm-hmm. You have something mm-hmm. back in your head that you should prioritize, you should think uh, about uh, possible future jobs. Not exactly mm-hmm. that you just tick off, this one is a good job, this one is a bad job, this has the score of th- five out of ten. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe it would work for, for someone, this would not work for me. For me, it's mm-hmm. rather a way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jobs. Uh, what about um, what about when we, we don't have any jobs lined up? Did uh, you discuss that? No, we did, uh, we did not really discuss that. Uh, okay. this, uh, this session was more focused on <laughs> the fees period or more okay. jobs and uh, great jobs and uh, the clients, categorizing the clients and about uh, the deadlines. We spent mm-hmm. some time on the deadlines and uh, well, in fact, everybody agreed that uh, the deadlines are often unnecessarily tight. Mm-hmm. Uh, many jobs are called urgent. It's a mm-hmm. password that uh, has in fact no meaning. It's uh, something like the best rate. You, you always ask for your best rate. And mm-hmm. well, I always say this is the best rate. This one is best for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is usually not what the client expected. But uh-huh. uh, yeah, you know, uh, you know that. Uh, as for the um, deadlines, there are uh, uh, three parties or three subjects that, that can set the deadlines. It can be either the client or the mm-hmm. agency, if there is one, or mm-hmm. the uh, translator. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes uh, the client and does not even know what's uh, feasible. They mm-hmm. just do uh, set a deadline and uh, think, okay, 10, 15 pages by tomorrow, that should be okay, why not? They had mm-hmm. they have no idea sometimes. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes it's uh, the agency. Then they just they just uh, think, okay, 3,000 words a day, so this one should be done in five days. And they offer that to the client, and then they ask the translator. But the client doesn't mm. really need the uh, translation in five days. They would be mm-hmm. okay with 10 or even 15. Mm-hmm. But uh, the project manager just sets it, the deadline and then everybody is uh, under pressure unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the conclusion from that is that uh, it's always worth uh, negotiating. Mm. And uh, <coughs> sometimes, uh, well, I'm or I used to be often surprised 
how uh, the deadline can be extended. Mm. They wanted it tomorrow, mm. and I said I'll do it in two weeks' time. They're just mm. fine with that. Really? Well, okay. Or maybe that, well, that, that's maybe too much, but they say, can we have it uh, uh, on Monday? And I said, no, I, I'll do it for Friday because I'm busy, or this one yeah. this will take more time. And they just say, okay, that's fine, or yes. I'll get back to you. Yes, if you pr- if you do a good job, you can usually negotiate the, the the deadline a bit. I've noticed, and especially if they say it's a rush job, and you char- say, okay, then I'm going to have to charge a rush fee, then suddenly the the deadline is not so tight anymore. There's one more thing which I said uh, at the session, and uh, it was quite uh, retweeted on Twitter, and uh, it uh, just. Uh, People talked about that. That uh, uh-huh. uh, if if there's a, a rush job, very mm-hmm. often a mistake or an error has been made. If uh, there's a I don't know a instruction manual for a, a device and they need it in two days, it's nonsense. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, the company and the clients forgot about the about uh, the manual that they needed translated, or maybe the agency. Uh, assigned a translation to a translator who did uh, who failed, did a bad job, and now mm. they need to fix it quickly, or so on. Mm-hmm. Someone mm-hmm. has made a mistake, but you, as a translator, are not supposed to fix their mistakes unless mm-hmm. there's a surcharge, as you said. If you if you have the time, want to do it, and you say I'll do it, but uh, the rate is higher, that's fine. But at your mm. regular rate, you're not supposed to fix other people's mistakes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the the trick for uh, managing uh, high workloads then is to try to build in some space in your calendar to negotiate the deadlines and the rates. Mm-hmm. And to prior to try and have some sort of prioritization, so you prioritize the good jobs or the good clients mm-hmm. more. Yes. Yes. So then you can yes. uh, just uh, squeeze out the um, the bad clients or the not so good jobs because you have more, uh, you, you dedicate more time to the better jobs and mm-hmm. uh, the let's say the lower rates or the bad jobs just simply uh, are squeezed out from your schedule. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what did you and the participants at the conference recommend for increasing the rates? Well, uh, I was quite surprised that uh, almost everybody uh, uh, said or, or, or the attendees said that they increased rates or they set high rates for new clients. Mm-hmm. If they have a new customer, they increase their rates to the new customer mm-hmm. because, well, uh, y- y- you're not so sorry to uh, lose a client that you, uh, in fact, that you never had or not. Mm-hmm. Had. Maybe yes. that's the reason because mm-hmm. uh, to increase rates with your current cl- uh, clients, it's very uh, often difficult. They mm-hmm. Obviously, they do not want the rates increased. You have to negotiate, and uh, you risk losing the clients. So, mm. those translators or those that were uh, uh, at the session said that they uh, increased rates for new clients. Mm-hmm. Private. Okay. Plan. Okay. Then, uh, finally, a question I ask all 
people I interview. What marketing strategy works well for you right now in your freelance translation business? Uh, well, uh, I don't think I have a specific strategy. Uh, okay. I'm a member of Prosca.com. I'm mm -hmm. trying to keep my profile up to date. So um, a job comes from that direction from time to time. Or somebody contacts me or I respond to, uh, respond to a job posting. Mm -hmm. And, uh, well, I'm trying to always do, to do the best job so mm -hmm. that uh, clients keep coming back or... Recommend